Slisik's Parshas, Shabbos Nachamu, Parshas Veschana, which Shabbos Nachamu, when Kal Yisrael begins to receive consolation after the destruction of Tishabov. So the question is, what exactly is Nechama? Because how do you have consolation when you don't receive what you're lacking, right? When someone loses someone, they say, but what exactly does that mean? They lost someone, and until they get that person back, then what exactly is the Nechama? Klal Yisrael lost the Beis HaMikdash, and all of a sudden, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, that we're supposed to begin the process of Hashem is consoling Klal Yisrael, but, but we didn't get the Beis HaMikdash. We're still exactly the same situation we were a few days ago by Tisha B'av. So what exactly is the Nechama? So if Kluger has a parak about this in the Sefer Yichudus Baidudus, and he says... Nechama is not necessarily getting what you lost. Nechama is changing your perspective. Nechama is realizing it's not necessarily leaving Galus, but it's be able to be in Galus, but to see things differently. He says, Kasher Hashem Yisbarach. Because the truth is, a lot of times people just assume that the reason why there's a Nechama is because time. Time heals all, as they say. That, you know, Tisha B'Av was really, really sad because we were focused on it, but now, you know, time goes on, we're not really focused. But that's not Nechama, that's, that's forgetting, that's running away, that's avoiding the issue. But says Rav Kluger, When Hashem says the words in this week's parasha of Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, in addition to the fact that Hashem is promising us that the Beis HaMikdash will come back and Mashiach will come, in addition to that, Hashem is allowing us and giving us the strength to stay within that restraint, within that Golos, but to see the light of Hashem within the suffering. The Iker Nechama is not necessarily changing your situation at all, but it's changing your perspective. It means that if a Jew is able to be in his, in his difficulty, but to be able to remember that Hashem is with him, to remember, to remember that there's still hope, to remember that there's a purpose, there's no chaos, that itself is Nechama. And when Hashem says, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, <coughs> that we hear this week in the Haftorah, it gives us the strength to have Nechama. So what changed from now to Tisha B'av? Nothing. But the perspective changed. That while Tisha B'av, it looks like Hashem is, God forbid, forsaking Klal Yisrael, all of a sudden we're now able to remember that Hashem is still with us. And there's a purpose, there's, there's a storyline. And we're in the middle of that story. But the story hasn't ended. The truth is, coming up this week is the Yom Tov Tubav. Tubav is a very mysterious Yom Tov. It's very hard to understand exactly what it is, but the Gemara in Tainus gives multiple reasons for it. One of the reasons is that the people of Betar that were massacred after the second Beis HaMikdash was destroyed 52 years later. There was a massacre in Betar, and the Romans didn't allow them to be buried. On Tubav, they were allowed to be buried. The truth is, the Gemara in Brachis, the Gemara in Brachis tells us that we know in Benching, the last Brach of Benching is rabbinic, it's called Hatov HaMetev, Hashem is good and He gives good. 
The Gemara says that that was instituted when they buried those Jews of Betar. That the millions of Jews that were killed, millions according to some historians, that were killed, and it was during this time of year, it was during Tuba of, that uh, they were about to be buried, and the bodies didn't decompose and didn't, didn't begin to rot. So we say, Hatov, the double good is that A, we were able to bury them, and B, that their bodies didn't rot. So the question is obvious. That's Hatov Hametiv. You're saying Hatov Hametiv. That's the great good that we got to bury our dead. The answer is the fact that Hashem made that small miracle, that their bodies didn't rot, that was Hashem's way of reminding us He's still with us. That's Nechama. That's Tubav. That after Tishabav, when Shiva is over, which ends on Tubav, we're able to remember those Jews of Betar and to realize those Jews didn't come back. The Beis Hamikdash shouldn't come back, but we're able to remember that Hashem was with us, and He is still with us, and somehow He was with us during Tishabav as well. And that, that itself is Nechama. Nechama is not leaving Galus. Nechama is being able to be in Galus, but to have the eyes of Gula to to see a purpose, to see light, to see positivity within your darkness. To remember that Hashem is with you and Hashem is pumping your heart every moment. You know, Rabbi Nachman, in Torah Kuf Hey, he says an amazing thing. He says, Batsar Hirchavtali. The Pasuk until him says, Batsar Hirchavtali. That in my restraint, you expanded it. Hainu, Shagam Hafilu Batsar Atzma. Says Rabbi Nachman, even in the restraint itself, even in the tightness, even in that difficulty, Hashem is Baruch Marchevlon. If a Jew looks at his life, even if he's finding himself in a restraint, he has to know that Hashem is expanding it. Hashem is there as well. That if a Jew starts looking, searching for Hashem, it'll become clear that even at the time where Hashem is punishing him and restraining him, Hashem is still there. And there are small little little winks and small little kisses from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that could be found there as well. That's what Dabana Melech is saying. And even though we're waiting for these Saras to end, we're waiting for that Beis HaMikdash, the Indian of Shabbos Nachem was to Mechazagos within Golos, to start having a different perspective, to start having a more positive perspective, to start realizing that Hashem is with us, was with us, and will be with us. Truth is, to end, I just want to end with a mice I heard from Rabbi Weinberger. Rabbi Weinberger said over uh, before before, Kine, uh, before Eicha, a couple days ago, that the story goes that Rabbi Shleim Abavav, not this Shleim Abavav, his grandfather, the grandson of the Dibrichayim, so as he was older, he needed to to rest and to great to get strength. So he went to one of these small shtetls where they would go outside and they would, you know, rest and, and uh, vacation a little bit. And he brought a minion of his chassidim. And at the time, the doctors felt that he should uh, eat meat every day. They felt that that was to strengthen him. That was their philosophy at the time. And it was during the nine days. So the chassidim arranged that every day there would be a sudas mitzvah, see him, something. So during that week, they heard that in a nearby town, there was a, a university, and there were there was a couple, a Jewish couple, not religious or not 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 very observant, but they heard that they had a baby. So the gabai goes, uh, finds the couple, wishes them mazel tov, and says, 
you know, we have a moil with us. We have a very big rabbi. That he could be the sandik, and you can have a meal, we'll have a meat meal. It'll be a big suda, it'll be very nice. So the couple was very happy to be involved. So the day of the bris, they go to the shul, they go wherever the Shlom uh, Babavar is, and they told the father that he has to say one of the brachos. The mail says one, and he says one. He says, I'm very squeamish, I, I, can't, I can't stay in the room. I, I can't, they said, you have to say the bracha. He said, I'll, I'll stand outside by the window, and because I don't want to hear the baby crying, it's, it's too upsetting, it's, I get nauseous, I get que- sque- uh, squeamish. I'll stand outside by the window, and when you point to me, I'll say the blessing. So, okay, so they get to the bris, fine, the mother says the bracha, they point to the father, the father's like nervous, all white, he's shaking. The father, they say, it's your time to say the blessing, so he closes his eyes, and he says, So, of course, the chassidim start chuckling. Rav Shlaima, you know, so runs over and points to the, you know, points to the nusach, and he says the bracha. So afterwards, like, he said, he looked a little sheepish. He's like, it's the only Hebrew I knew, so I, I said what I knew. I thought I was supposed to say that. So the chassidim are amused. They thought it was a funny story. Rav Shlaima was apparently shaken by the story, and he said, you know, the truth is, all brisim, bris is, is a covenant through blood, through pain. All brisim that Hashem puts the Klal Yisro through, is all just to get to that chasana of us and Hashem, Hareim Mekudashasli. That, that's what Shabbos Nachum was about. Shabbos Nachum was reminding that all these brisim that we went through of Tisha B'av, it's all just to get us to Hareim Mekudashasli, that Tuba, which is all the chasana, is all marrying HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to have that connection to Hashem. Hashem should reveal that, the Tzara should end, and until the Tzara ends, we should have the better perspective, to have the eyes of Necham and not the eyes of Galas, Meher Bimin Amen.